Welcome to AV Plus, the podcast from Commercial Integrator. I'm Adam Vorziati, Senior Web Editor here at CI, and uh, once again recording from my illustrious uh, home recording studio, which basically is a closet, a walk-in closet in my back room. It's not illustrious whatsoever, and as you can tell by the sound quality in this episode, it probably doesn't sound as good either. Uh, if any of you have any recommendations for how to turn a closet into a better uh, a better recording space, then I am all ears. So on our website, commercialintegrator.com, we've recently started publishing a set of stories that are focusing around interview questions for firms that are hiring for specific positions. So, so far we have an interview question story for AV technicians and one for support specialists. These are basically lists of interview questions to help you determine if the candidate you're about to interview is a good match. So I don't want to be too inside baseball here, but these are stories that I had been meaning to write for a long time. I was just starting to reach out to some sources for researching the story when COVID-19 started to have its way with the economy. So one of the interviews I conducted in order to write these articles was with a guy named Jeff Ashachik. He's the VP of Recruiting at HireSparks. It's a company dedicated to helping integration firms find their, uh, their next star employees. At the start of our conversation, I said something about how this might not be a good time to publish an interview questions story since so many firms are unlikely to be hiring for the next few months, but Jeff disagreed with me. He said that many of his clients are integration firms who are looking for candidates, and although they might not want to take on any additional expenses right now, they're going to want to have people in place for when COVID blows over. So I thought to myself, okay, Jeff, if you say so. For today's episode of AV Plus, I present to you my conversation with Jeff about how to hire what is probably the most common job title in pro AV right now, the humble technician. But first, let's take a look at this week's AV News to Know. Mimo monitors just launched their first outdoor display, which features an extended temperature range of negative 20 to 122 degrees, an adaptable light sensor to adjust display brightness, and many other features. Matrox, the AV distribution company, is offering a complimentary 90-day trial of the Mavex 6020 solution alongside Panopto's own free 90-day access program. SurgeX, the power management company, also recently announced something called Tech Tuesdays, a series of online courses which allow integrators to earn CTS and CEU renewal credits. If you want to learn more about any of these stories and for a full April 17th edition of AV News to Know, visit commercialintegrator.com. Now here's Jeff Asichik talking about how to hire the best AV technicians for your firm. You know, when I ask you something like, and, and this goes for any level, this is not just a, a lower or mid level. It's like, you know, what, you've, you've been at your current place for whatever it is, six months, two years, whatever it is. You know, what, what was the time where you just like really had a great day at work? Like what, what happened? What did you do? What did go on? And you'll hear people just like go from, you know, we just finished hanging a, a television uh, show of someone's gazebo and the homeowners came in and they were just, just so ecstatic to see the area or, you know, uh, you know, I, you know, we, we put in this, you know, audio system that had, you know, six bazillion speakers. And, you know, when we fired it up, it was just awesome just to hear everything just come alive you know like you're looking for stuff like that of it's not really a uh you know did you take this class did you get this search you know how to solder 
uh, you know, something that they really, you want to see what they take pride in and what it is. And I think it helps them open up to you then to make it more of a conversation because then you really get what they're like. They don't feel like they're, they're on trial, so to speak. You know, it's really a, you know, you're interviewing me and I'm interviewing you. It, it kind of makes it, I think, more of a two-way street. What other kinds of questions would you, as if you're putting yourself in the shoes of an AV employer, company, an integration firm, what other kinds of questions do you think you, that would be important to you uh, for this kind of role? So if, if you're talking to them and you're on a Skype call or something like that with video, and again, you, you would have been set up for this. Uh, you, you, you have here on your resume, you know how to terminate Cat5 and solder. Uh, oh, by the way, yes, you should definitely know how to solder. You know, again, it's just a, a, a skill that it doesn't come up often, but when it does, it's a real separator. So knowing how to solder, again, there's YouTube videos to learn how to solder. I worked for a military defense company for many years, so I know about like mill standard soldering. We, I mean, we went through all kinds of training and stuff, being an engineer for them too, although they had specialized people to do it for you. Um, you know, um, I want you to terminate a Cat5 cable for me now. Or, you know, I'll tell you what, when we're done with the interview, I want you to send me a video of you terminating a Cat5 cable. Um, and, and this happened at Scenario. Uh, one of the guys, he, he actually sent it to us when he sent us uh, in his resume. He goes, oh, and here's a video of me terminating, you know, a Cat5 cable. And he terminated both ends, talking to the video, really not focusing and concentrating on what he was doing. And he went through the whole thing. And it was maybe about five minutes and he, he was just calm, cool, collective, stripping back the cable, putting the wires in all the time while he was talking. Um, uh, it, it wasn't to us, but he was like just making his own video and then shows getting the meter, putting it in there, and it was a good termination. Now, again, he may have taken 30 takes on it. I don't know. But the one that he sent us was very impressive on it. So we're like, okay, this, this guy knows. He really seems to know what he's doing. Um, so again, you know, uh, you know, if you come in, you know, cause we're going to have, you know, we're going to do a video call or audio call first. And then if all goes well, we're going to have you uh, come visit the shop and see everything, meet everyone and all like that. And while you're here, we're going to also have uh, some, some tests for you to do. Now, again, I like to go to the extreme. I'm going to have out say, um, okay, we're, we're a big control system. Uh, you know, say Crestron house, Crestron and Biamp or something. I'm going to have a processor. I'm going to have a touch panel. You, you see where this is going? <laughs> and, and I'm going to give a USB stick and a, and a laptop that's going to have all kinds of software on it and say, here, I, I, need you to, I need you to set this up. And again, this is something that they should be able to do in about 15 minutes. And you're going to know within the first couple of minutes whether they're better than what they say they are or they're not as good as they say they are, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, because as, as a technician, whether you're doing the, the service side of it, the, uh, the new install side of it, is you're going to be, up, again, all this stuff, I mean, for the most part, or the dealers are doing some kind of you know, pre-testing of their stuff. So it's going to arrive on site more than likely with some kind of configuration, you know, touch panel, processor program stuff in there. But they're probably going to be asked to do an update. 
something didn't check right. I need you to update it. I don't need you to make the program changes per se, although if you can do that, that's all the plus. Again, sometimes these, the idea is that these questions and, and, and um, skills that you run them through, sometimes you learn things that you maybe weren't on a resume or got overlooked that can really throw a candidate either higher over the bar or it really lowers your expectations of them. You know, because just because you can't load a touch panel with a project file and upload firmware, it doesn't mean I'm not going to hire you. But if I was bringing you in as more of like a mid-level person, I would almost expect you would know how to do that. Now, all things said, if you if you kill it on everything else we talk about, I know I can teach that to you. In, you know, in a very short amount of time. You know, I, I know I can compensate for it, but it's going to give me an idea of, you know, where you are with things. Uh, on, and obviously, if you've got an entry level, lower level one, I wouldn't expect them to know how to do it. But what I'm looking for them then is do they, you know, pull up Google? How do I load, how do I load a Crestron touch panel? You know, uh, what, what software do I need to do? You know, are, are they, again, I'm seeing, are they resourceful? On, on that topic though, Jeff, um, can you speak to the idea that if, if there is an idea among maybe the uh, technicians that you've spoken with or, or want to be technicians that you've, you know, might've spoken with who want to be, you know, hired into these kinds of roles, can you speak to whether or not there is an idea of maybe an employer who they've interviewed with before or a potential employer who they've interviewed with before hasn't given them enough of a chance in an interview if they didn't know how to do one specific thing? Knowing what parts are, what parts of, a, of these like kind of tests that you're running people through in these interviews, what parts are really the ones that you need to watch out for for your business and knowing the difference between somebody who is teachable and and easily teachable versus somebody who doesn't get it and might not get it so as far as like we're like an like an entry level one i'm looking for any past experience and again this may or may not be on their resume because it may not be relevant um if they were whether it's in high school after high school college or something did you work in the service industry and what did you do how did you like it? Like, did you work as a waiter? Did you work at, you know, McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or something? You know, because you're, you're going to be representative of my company in front of a customer. You know, again, so it's, it's like as past experience of where they've worked and even ask them about it. You know, what did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? You know, so, some of the previous places they were. Um, asking about what training they've gone through. What have they done? Um, you know, and, that, and that's been like more of, I, I think, my fight that I've been getting. You know, you want to bring more people into the industry, yet you don't open up your doors for people to learn without them already working for a dealer. So you're in this catch-22 spot. You know, try, try to get any online training at Crestron. You have to be a dealer. Well, how do, we, how do, I, how do I get access? Well, you got to work for a dealer. Dealer doesn't want to hire you because you don't know anything. You know, so it's kind of like, there's so much you can learn ahead of time. And that's why uh, uh, one of the schools the Sheffield Institute is doing so well because they've got an AV track where they learn, you know, basic restaurant programming and they learn this stuff so they can walk into a dealership and basically be hired. And they're that first level tech they've learned, you know, they've learned how the systems operate. 
how to upload code. They've learned about AV and audio and uh, digital video, you know, not just uh, Crestron's version, but AV over IP, HTBHT. 